The following podcast is provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. And welcome back, everyone. We are in the final 15 minutes of our wonderful hour with Kelly Smith from Care Partners Living on Answers for Elders Radio. And Kelly, um, I have been so enjoyed talking to you about all the things that we get to look forward to for this year that finally I'm starting to see an end to this horrible COVID-19 and all the things that we've been through, but probably nobody has gone through more stress than our seniors. And certainly in, in, you know, that are living in communities that can't see their families and all those things. And, uh, you know, first and foremost, before we finish up our hour, I just want to give a call out to all of our healthcare providers and our Senior providers, I I know I'm speaking for our listeners as well, that you guys have truly been our American heroes in this last year um, for doing whatever you can. I know there's so many things that I follow your Facebook page and I do different things and I hear stories and things like that. And I don't think our our listeners and, and people, you know, know a tenth of what all you do for you know, your residents and people out there to keep them, you know, occupied and to avoid d- depression and all those things, Kelly. And so thank you from the bottom of our hearts for all that you guys have done this last year. It's been above and beyond. And like you said, you don't do it for the money. <laughs> you do it because it's out of love. And it's really, really so. So thank you again. Um, I want to talk a little bit. This hour, this last minute, we talked, ended our last segment talking about, you know, the cottages and the different types of things. But I really would like to just go back and talk about, you know, what is it that is, if a family calls and they, you know, they're interested, um, what happens in the phone call and what kind of amenities does a senior living provide for them? Well, in the phone call, a lot of times there's, people will call and say, I have questions. And I don't normally just mm-hmm. start rattling things off. I, it, mostly important to me is I, I assume people have been doing their research. So for me to just start rattling sure. off amenities, big whoop. I always tune my, my inter- it sounds really stupid, but I turn my internal radio to WinFM, right? What's in it for them? Because yes. they probably don't care what I have to say. They want to know they're talking about their mom or themselves. They don't care what I think. They, wanna, they have their own right. specific questions. And a lot of questions what I hear is, first of all, do you have, the first questions I'm hearing right now is, what's your pandemic um, protocol? You know, can right. I come in and see my mom? Well, I guarantee you, if you've called five places before me, you're not going to get a different answer here. And the reason is, is because we're all under the same governor, you know, edicts right now. He's saying, you can't come visit. I'm not going to change the rules here. I'd love to, but I can't. Now, can I sneak you through a side door and up around the corner so you can peek around the corner and make sure I'm not beating up on your mom? Yeah, I can do that. However, you know, there's certain things that, you know, I, I still can't let you in the building and let you go downstairs and go hug your mom around the corner. I can't do that. That's still, there's still rules. However, can I send you videos of your mom? Can we send you pictures? We actually built this thing. Jake Montezingo at my Mount Lake Terrace building came up with this, and it's brilliant, his team. They took a full-size television. They can't, I'll send you pictures if you want. But basically, they came up with this rolling cart where families can actually see their loved one. Not a phone, not a Kindle, but a I real live it. TV. But it, it's, 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 it's not, still not a perfect fix, but it's better than trying to see your mom on a, on a small... Of course. You know, 
ethno device or a phone. It's a television. She bam, she's right there. But they have this that yeah. they clean every every between residents and they roll it around and people can actually sit and visit with mom and they feel like they're a little bit closer and they can hear her. It's got a great big stereo kind of system on it and it cost a couple bucks, but they did it and they're happy. So we're always looking yes. at what can we do better. What can we? How can we fix this? We can't. We can't fix the pandemic. That's the number one question. So the next mm-hmm. question is, what would the move-in process look like? Because I don't want just anyone putting my mom's room together. Well, the good news is you can come put mom's room together. You can do that. We we will allow that. You can come make her room pretty, put her, put all of her stuff together, and you can even be here the day of move-in. There are some. Now, if mom's also critical, what if mom's on hospice? Can I come see her? The answer is yes. There are a number of loopholes the governor has put in place for critical patients and things like that. They're not going to let my mom, mm-hmm. either your mom die alone. There are some things that have been no. put in place. But, again, we're going to ask a number of questions as well. They also want to know about assessments. Can you actually see my mom? Well, there's also what's, where is she? If she's at home, yes, we can come to do the assessment. If she's in another community, that, that community may have rules about us visiting. So then we have to do, do a Zoom call. These are the kind of questions people ask. The other question mm-hmm. is about affordability. Affordability, can we afford it? And that's where I come in. Because a lot of times when we're talking to families, people also have to understand that sometimes a nurse will turn down an assessment. And I don't always get the reasons why. Sometimes it takes me a long time to reconnect with that nurse to find out why did they turn somebody down. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the answers are something a family wants to hear. You know, sometimes it's not good news, right? It's not always great news. Right. Sometimes it's uh, a reason I don't really want to talk to a family about, you know, hey, your mom's a handful. Sure. Um, there's not always good reasons. However, we try to be as fair as we can. We're always looking for the answer, yes. We want to help families. But there's a way it has to go. Mm-hmm. It's not our rule. It's Washington State rule that our nurses have to assess everyone that comes in the building. They have to. They have to. So there has to be an assessment process. And then, of course, you know, families can can appeal that assessment if they want to. They can't appeal it with me. They have to appeal it with a nurse. Um, And I'm happy to set that up for them if they'd like to. But um, there's just, they have to, the number one question I'm hearing right now is, first of all, what is your pandemic protocol? What are you doing to keep your residents safe? Um, And what we're doing is daily checks. Daily, daily. So far, so good. But it's staff checks, yeah. it's resident checks, um, and we're doing everything everyone else is doing. I'd love to say we're doing more than everyone else, and that's a lie because we're not. Everyone's doing the same thing. So um, I don't, I don't, I don't know how else to answer that. But I think everybody's doing the yeah. best they can, yeah. trying to keep their, their residents and staff safe. Um, but well, and that's kind the of thing that I think. And, and like we go back to the original thing that we talked about, every single family situation is different. Every single senior's situation, whether it's a care plan or a financial plan or anywhere, that is different. And it certainly has a lot to do with, you know, how you do your very best to care for our loved ones in the best way that you know how. And it's also a learning process and it's also a progression of, the care needs of your loved one as well that are a part of this. And I know that on the other hand, a lot of it has to do with communication. I know when I was a caregiver for my mother, I learned, you know, that I had a right to call a care conference and ask how, 
you know, mom or dad are doing. I had a right to ask certain questions as her power of attorney, but make sure that you have a power of attorney uh, to be able to have this kind of dialogue with your um, with your loved one. And so on the on the family side too, you guys are restricted by certain rules, especially like HIPAA, HIPAA laws and things like that that you have to follow. And so again, it's a it's a collaboration and I think it's a partnership that is working all in the, you know, the positive direction for your loved one to make sure that they're in the best situation possible for them. Wouldn't you agree with that, Kel? 100%. But I also want families to know that yes, there's HIPAA laws. There are and to me, in all honesty, most of those HIPAA laws are ridiculous, but you didn't hear me say that out loud on the radio. But what I'm getting at <laughs> is they're, they're, they, they are, are for the, protection. It, they I are mean, the rules, yes. Yeah. They're the rules, and they are there for protection. I understand that. But if I know you, yeah. okay, I know you. I'm the one that helped you move your mom in, and you're stressed out because you can't come and see her all the time, and you're worried about how she's doing. And you think I'm not going to go in the, in the dining room and say, hey, your daughter called, and she's worried about you, honey. Can we do a quick video call with her right now on my phone? You think that mother's not going to say yes? Let's do that. And I'm going to oh, call that phone right now, and I'm going to say, "Here's a couple minutes." Hey, you wanted to know how your mom's doing? I got her right here. Can we just talk for a minute? Or I might go by my nurse's right. and say, "Hey, Dell. Hey, Dell. Just so mm-hmm. you know, Rachel called. She wants to know how her mom's doing. Could you call her? You know, she's going to call her. Yeah." And she's going to tell yeah. her how her daughter's yeah. doing, how her mom's doing. And the reason she's going to do it is because we also nurture the families because we know what they're going through. I can't, I, let me rephrase. That's pretty presumptuous mm-hmm. to say I know how you feel. I know how I would feel. So yeah. I think what we're trying to do is be as human as we can inside the realm of doing what we're supposed to do by the law. So I'm not, I, I, will, I will email pictures. I will send a video. And, I will, I will. And Kelly, I think my nurses. I think what you. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, my nurses will take your phone call and they will tell you exactly how that. your loved one's doing because they know this has got to be held for you too. You can't yeah. come and see them every day if you'd like to, but you still want to know, is my mom eating? Is she doing okay? How is she? Right? Yes. Well, yes. Hi. yes. You're, you're paying us to take care of her. I think the least we can do is tell you she's all right. Yeah. Can you do that? Can you do that? What's thing, going on? Yes, and the main thing, obviously, is that you guys are there for our families and for our seniors to to improve whatever you can for the quality of your of their lives and and for the family as well. It's a hard, it's a hard time, but it's also a good time to start. You know, if you feel concern about your loved one and want to reach out to care partners just to have a dialogue, you're not sure. You guys can kind of explain to them on a one-on-one basis, can't you, about about yeah. uh, determining if it's a good fit? Of course. And, I, and what people don't understand, we're not so greedy and so horrible that I'm going to take everyone, whether I can care for them or no. not. We're not those people. If I honestly talk to my nurse and she says no, what people don't understand is that sometimes no isn't about me. And not about my company. It's about what's best for your mom. Maybe the right. truth is, this building in this community is not what's best for your loved one. Maybe we honestly think an adult family home would be better. Mm-hmm. Um, having home care come in would be better for your mom. 
And I'm not going to take right. your loved one just because I have an opening. That's the wrong reason to do business. Right. We want right, to make sure people right. are moving to the building. It's the right fit for them and us, but more importantly for them. We can adjust. Yes. That's what we're, we're yes. known for adjusting. That loved one is so not Kelly, going to be able to adjust right if it's not right. That's awesome. So how do we reach you one last time? The best place to get us in all honesty is just to check out the website because then you can see the pictures, testimonials, check out the virtual tours and see if it's really for you. And then you can contact us. So it's www.carepartnersliving.com. Kelly, I'm so glad you were with us on the show today. And for each and every one of you, have a wonderful week ahead as we embrace all kinds of new things. And I am looking forward to being back on the air with you next week. The preceding podcast was provided by Care Partners Living and Answers for Elders Radio. To contact Care Partners Living, go to carepartnersliving.com. Well, hi, I'm Lori LeBay, and I wanted to tell you about Alzheimer's Speaks, which is another great podcast. You see, my own mother lived with dementia for 30 years, and I felt lost. Did you know every three seconds someone in the world is being diagnosed with dementia? Odds are it's going to hit your families too. We want to help you connect to services, products, tools, research, and stories so you can be prepared. Please subscribe to Alzheimer's Speaks on your favorite podcast platform.